In order to truly become part of the global business environment, your business needs to constantly change and adapt to a variety of new constants. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders with Kimberly J. Lewis. We will help you navigate these changes on today's program and help you think beyond the boundaries. The opportunities are limitless if you are prepared. Now, here is your host, Kimberly J. Lewis. Hello and welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. And this series is in cooperation with the CINDA Academy. And the CINDA Academy brings you thought leadership, leaders, and business experts from all over the world. You can learn more about the CINDA Academy under www.cinda.org under CINDA Academy. Now, as I said, we bring you not only leaders and business experts from all over the world, but also listeners from all over the world. So good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you may be listening from today. And if you're new to the show, let me tell you what this series is about. Leadership Beyond Borders is about the impact globalization, digital transition, and the connected world is having to our organizations and what this impact is doing to the kind of leadership we need to drive long-term success in today's economy. In this series, we've talked about everything from from business issues such as artificial intelligence, digital transitions, and data protection regulations, to leadership issues such as gender balance and business values and ethics that may impact your organization or your individual career. So please listen to us live on Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Pacific time. And if you can't hear us live, then please go to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher, and you can download any of our episodes. Now, I'd also like to hear from you. So if you'd like to connect with me, please connect with me at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com or go to our website at leadershipbeyondborders.net. And let me know what you'd like to hear about. What kind of subjects do you want to hear on this show? But no matter what, if you're in a leadership position or aspire to be in one, regardless if your business is international or local, make sure you join us each week and we will make sure that you take away something for either your business or yourself. Now, on to what we're going to talk about today. For the first time in history, we're working with five generations in one workforce, but whether this multi-generational workforce is collaborative or productive or challenging and stressful is really up to how it's managed. And now over the past weeks, we've also experienced a crisis, making it more complicated to do business as usual. We're dealing more today with remote teams, lockdown policies all over the world, remote communication with clients, suppliers, colleagues, teams, and even family members and friends. And we're doing all this while we're managing these multiple generations. And what we're going to question today is what has happened in the last weeks. And with these changes in our business Uh, business as usual, which is not usual right now, has this widened the gap or closed the gap? And what are we facing? How are these different generations reacting to the challenges in different ways? I mean, some of these generations have been through recessions or pandemics, and others are just experiencing things for the first time. So today we're going to explore what has happened and what is happening in generational management in these challenging times. And to do that today, we're going to be speaking with a CEO, an expert who manages 
many teams over many generations. And our expert today is Sandy Lohr. And Sandy is the CEO of Matchcraft, an LA-based company that operates worldwide, providing marketing platforms that enable companies to successfully sell and manage search, display, and social campaigns for their advertisers. They provide technology and experience to a number of Google, Facebook, and Bing reseller partners. Sandy is a thought leader. She's a dog lover, a mother, a wife, a golfer, a media executive, and a tech enthusiast. Sandy has extensive business experience in several industries and leads the talented team at Matchcraft, who was recognized as Microsoft's global growth technology partner of the last year. So, Sandy, thanks for taking the time to be with us today, and welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's great to be back. Thanks, Kimberly. Great. So, you manage a lot of teams and with a lot of generations. So, let's just start at the very beginning and, and talk to us about what are the different generations that are in the workforce today? Sure. It's the first time ever we actually have six generations in the workplace, and I'm going to go through and describe those in the ages, and you'll notice that there's some overlap. So if you if you hear your age in two groups, that's because the sources don't always agree, and so there are some overlaps between the generational uh, identifiers. So the oldest of the work generation is the silent generation, and this is the group that's 74 to 94 year olds, and guess what? They're refusing to retire. There's a lot <laughs> of 74 plus that are still in the workforce. And the next is the baby boomers. Uh, I'm, I'm representing the boomers today, and they remain the largest generation ever. And those are all of us ages 55 to 73. Then there's the Gen X. That was the baby bust group. And this group is age 40 to 54. The Xennials, which are age 34 to 44. The Millennials, the famed Millennials, the Gen (laughs) X, the Gen Y, and they're age 25 to 39. And Gen Z or the iGen or the Centennials, they're age 7 to 24. So the oldest in that group are now starting to become part of our uh, team and, and part of the workforce. Wow. Okay. So six, you're right. Cause um, I, I, sometimes I think about five instead of six, but you know, you're right. That silent generation, the 74 plus they're still out there pounding away. Uh, so Absolutely. when you're looking, yeah. When you're looking at these, um, you know, are there any stereotypes that are associated with these different generations? Well, that that's a nice softball. You know, there are. <laughs> <laughs> and certainly the millennials have been labeled as the entitled generation. The, the Gen Xers are known for their quick-witted uh, sarcasm, and also they're noted to be jaded. The boomers were noted to be stubborn. I can't imagine why. <laughs> and I think I, I do think that some of those generations and some of those labels, uh, judging for myself and, and even my millennial kids, I think we've earned our stripes there with some of those labels. <laughs> and I, I also think it's interesting now the millennials, so often the Gen Zs, uh, their actions are being attributed to millennials. And the millennials, are they're pushing back and they're being lumped together with Gen Zs and they're taking a stand saying, look, folks, that wasn't uh, that those were not millennials that were partying their asses off at spring break in Miami in the, the 
when the world was falling apart in our crisis. And they're screaming and they're saying, this ain't us. Those are Gen Z's. Stop putting us together. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that's true. I, I saw some of that also. And and Sandy, when you're when you're seeing all these in okay, so we have the the entitlement from the millennials. Um, you know, the kind of sarcastic, sarcastic from um, Gen X and and baby boomers stubborn. How, when you see that in the workforce. Um, do, do you see this kind of mix sometimes? I mean, do these, does these stereotypes have a hand and, a hand and feet, or is it just kind of a you know, what we, you know, a generalization? Yeah, no, definitely. I, I do think you see different traits and characteristics uh, from a business sense. And so the, the baby boomers and even the silent generation, they're more optimistic. They enjoy mentoring. They have strong work ethics for sure. And the, the Gen Xers are very innovative. They're excellent communicators. The millennial and Gen Z, I will lump those together because they're both, they're, they're, they're very tech savvy. They're collaborative. And they are also just really about diverse workforces. They flourish in that area. And so I think those are all examples of how they work together. And I can tell you that at Matchcraft, we have used that when we're trying to create language and marketing material uh, around because our clients are, are there as well. And even just looking at how consumers are trending and, and different terms that are used by different generations. And so for us, that's all relating to how people are searching on Google and Bing. And so when you have to look at search terms that fit the generations and consumers, things like tiny homes I mean, that didn't even exist five years ago or, I mean, anything that's eco-friendly or fitness, uh, all the different health apps and meal prep and uh, just all the, anything that's environmentally friendly, all of those things, sustainable products. And now the one that's the hottest search term that we're seeing right now in terms of our ad copy is uh, the acronym, which I never use, but BIOPS, which is buy it online, pick up in the store. Mm-hmm. And that's become, um, with this crisis, an extremely important trend to watch. And so generations um, related to business and also consumers, extremely important. Mm-hmm. And and so these differences, um, you know, they're, they're, they're really a little bit more technology-based as you're searching. Uh, but I read someplace, I read an article where... Um, you know, a psychologist said, but a 35-year-old manager today is not too much different than a 35-year-old manager was 20 years ago as far as experience. Do you think that from a leadership sense is true or not true? And, and it's more the technology difference or how they go about it? Um, what would you say to a statement like that? Yeah. I, I found that a fascinating question. I'm glad you gave me a minute to think about it ahead of time. <laughs> because I, I tried to rewind to myself uh, 20 plus years ago to 35. And I tried to think about how to manage. And, and now, granted, I'm thinking about this and the crisis that we have today. I mean, right now we're in a crisis with this invisible enemy. We all face the same crisis globally and I had to rewind, and I thought about 20 years ago, almost almost 20 years ago, when 9-11 happened and I was in New York and New Jersey. I mean, it was horrific. But as a manager, it didn't require 
an overnight change to having a 100% remote team that could not leave their home like Mm -hmm. we have today. And so I think that the whole, a 35-year-old today managing a remote team, the different communication skills, being able to have to uh, look at productivity and efficiencies and tracking how to do that um, when you aren't there face-to-face. I mean, I grew up in the era, era of Tom Peters, the sales guru, who was management by walking around. Remember that? MB oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and you, you just don't have that. We don't have the crisis center. I mean, we had war rooms with whiteboards and managers uh, where we had big teams and we sat there all day and we, you know, we came up with a game plan. And managers today, they're required to be autonomous in their decision making, to implement on the spot and wear many more hats. I, I, uh, I, I absolutely think those are positive things that have happened. But I would tell you, a 35-year-old today, the requirements are far greater than when I was doing it 20 years ago. Yeah, I, I think I would agree with you there, too, because you're right. Um, and plus, just just the competitive sense is differently different today. I mean, Sandy, don't you think? Because we're in a world economy. Um, you know, we were kind of, you know, 20 years ago, kind of competing in, in our own little circle. And now you're competing with intelligent people from all over the world for the jobs. Yeah. That alone would change it. Yeah. Um, we're going to take a short break, uh, Sandy. And um, when we come back, I'd, I'd like to talk a little bit about, you know, what you're seeing about, uh, you know, how the different generations are, are now reacting to this, this um, crisis and then how you're actually managing your teams around in this, um, your teams in this crisis and, and its effect on, on generational management. So for our listeners, we are talking with Sandy Lohr. And Sandy Lohr is the CEO of Matchcraft, an LA-based company that operates worldwide, providing marketing platforms that enable companies to successfully sell and manage search, display, and social campaigns for their advertisers. Sandy has extensive business experience in several industries and leads the talented team at Matchcraft, who was recognized as Microsoft's Digital Advertising Partner of the Year for three consecutive years in a row. Now, if you'd like to reach out to Sandy, you can reach out to Sandy on LinkedIn under Sandy Lore, and that's L-O-H-R. And if you'd like to learn more about Matchcraft, you can go to www.matchcraft.com. And Matchcraft is also on Facebook and uh, under uh, their company page on LinkedIn and under Twitter on Matchcraft. And if for questions and comments, you can contact me, Kimberly Lewis, at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now, this broadcast is also brought to you by the Cinda Academy. Cinda is one of Europe's fastest-growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. Cinda holds digital conferences in Europe, and the Cinda Academy is available 24 hours a day under Cinda Academy on Instagram and on Facebook, or you can go to www.cinda.org where you can hear webinars, you can hear these podcasts, and you can read blogs and also have virtual training. So check out www.cinda.org. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. 
join Patricia Raskin, the host of Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, Monday at 11 Pacific. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call to Positive Living, Mondays at 11 Pacific Time, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Do you understand the technology in and around your business? If you're like most people, probably not. Telcom Talk with Pat Pittman will help you understand the terms, regulation, and language of the telecom industry, from 5G to spoofing, and what all those taxes and fees really mean. We cover it all on Telcom Talk. We'll even bring up some of the legal issues that have become front and center due to the current COVID-19. Listen every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The Leadership Leap with Leanne Pico showcases leadership coaches, authors, and experts, as well as experienced leaders from around the world so that you can learn how to become the kind of leader you most want to be. We also talk about how organizations can get better at elevating women and preparing them for leadership positions that go all the way up. The Leadership Leap is broadcast live every Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Take the leap into leadership with Leanne Pico. You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America's business channel. And today we're talking about generational management and especially generational management in this crisis where we're dealing with virtual teams. And we're talking with an expert, uh, Sandy Lohr, who is the CEO of Matchcraft, an L.A.-based company that operates worldwide, providing marketing platforms that enable companies to successfully sell and manage search, display, and social campaigns for their advertisers. Sandy has extensive business experience in several industries and leads the talented team at Matchcraft, and they were recognized, Matchcraft was recognized by the MBA Pro Team LA Lakers for their efforts in women and businesses. So congratulations on that, Sandy. That's a great achievement. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, would, I mean, with that kind of achievement, obviously, then we're talking about generation today, not generational things today, not women in business, but, um, you know, you're doing something right, okay? And and my first question to you is is how, with this crisis, did you? What were the reactions you were seeing across the different generations? Did they differ, or were they pretty much the same? Um, what were what were the kind of emotions that were kicking in? Yeah, well, I think certainly there were differences, which makes sense when you think about uh, the stress that this creates and anxiety. And I think that largely depends on where you are in your your life journey. And certainly some of the 
more of the senior groups, the silent generation, the baby boomers, they are at a different stage in life than someone that's a Gen Z or a millennial. Uh, I, I think across all generations, we'd be kidding ourselves if we didn't uh, recognize that first, after their concerns of their own health and their family's health and safety, the two big concerns were, will the company stay in business and will I have a job? Mm-hmm. And so those, I think, were across all generation. But within the generations, uh, there was the baby boomers were more optimistic because they probably were at a different place than uh, the Gen Xers have, in some cases, families and they have uh, mortgages. And in the millennials, you've got the concern over paying off my student loans. And um, they, most of them, it, well, it's interesting. There's a, a big age group there. But on the younger side, the millennials and the Gen Zs are renting. And even there, there was a concern about, well, gee, if I lose a paycheck for a couple weeks or a month, How's that going to impact my my housing situation? Whereas some of the more senior generations are certainly not worried about a house over their head. They might be looking at liquidating a second property and 20% of them have a second home. So there were differences there just in, in the stress and anxiety that that creates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can imagine that. So you, you have all these different reactions and, and you're working remotely now. So... How, you know, how are you managing these different generations remotely? Because it's hard enough to do it when everybody's in the office. And actually, it's probably easier to do it when you're sitting next to somebody and you're getting people together. How are you managing this now? Yeah, that hasn't changed a whole lot for us. I mean, I think there's things we had to put on steroids. We, we've had at Matchcraft over... We had well over half our team that was permanently remote, and that was distributed in seven different countries. So we'd kind of made that move at the beginning of 2019, where all employees worked a considerable amount of their time remotely. We had put all the equipment needs, network needs, teleconferencing equipment, all of that document sharing. The the communication side was already in place. And so when the when March 11th and the pandemic was labeled, when that was declared, we were we were already in a safer at home status. We'd already made sure that we had the ability for our our teams that were traveling got home. We saw the signs coming. And and so we didn't have anybody stranded that couldn't get home. And so that that enabled us to immediately focus on our clients, and they were in various states of being prepared for this. And so we had to um, help them immediately because our clients and at Matchcraft, we deal with a lot of clients that are working with local businesses, but they're doing that through what we call a premise salesperson, somebody that goes in and is seeing that business owner. And all of a sudden, overnight, across the globe, everybody was doing 100% telesales. There were no face-to-face businesses, or very limited. And so helping our businesses understand and make that change. So those are all things that that we've had to do. And just, um, you know, back to the different strengths between the generations. The boomers are struggling with unplugging from work. And we see that with our team um, because they tend to be workaholics and that's not good. It's not healthy. And Gen Z, 
they're also they they're having disruptions and it makes sense because they've got young families knocking on their doors and millennials are are actually sorry that was gen x but and then millennials they're lonely and the lack of collaboration has been a problem for them and staying motivated and so it's um it's something that we've had to address and and deal with it it's funny we we've tried to make sure that we're over communicating uh, during this crisis, and one of our one of the feedbacks that we got was, you know what? We appreciate that everybody's being honest and transparent, but does everybody have to sound like their dog just died when they talk to us? <laughs> <laughs> it was such a wake up call for me, and so we've tried to add just just in terms of keeping people motivated. We've tried to add some good news elements to our communication. We stole that from somebody on youtube it's one of the actors john krasinski from the office and he has this sgn channel for some good news and so we stole it from him and we've tried to incorporate that now in our messaging <laughs> you know um that that's really great that's funny because yeah i know we it, sometimes it just gets so overwhelming depressing and, and we have that but i want to key into what something like you what something you just said because i could i could relate to it very well okay the the baby boomers not unplugging Okay, um, you know, with this remote. And now you had most, you had a lot of remote, anyways. Okay, my experience with some of the generational difference in the remote is the generation zits. Okay, um, you know, sending emails at twelve o'clock at night. Okay, um, you know, or or working till two o'clock in the morning. Whereas the baby boomers, you know, standing up at seven and and staying on till six um and uh, you know how how are you managing that do you have any rules or anything that you kind of say you guys you know here's kind of when we want everybody to be able to communicate and then everybody else can do their own thing wow there was a lot we have we have thrown out the word normal workday okay and so and here's why we have employees that are now all of a sudden wearing the title of being a teacher and dealing with homeschooling and teacher. Mm-hmm. And that takes daytime hours. There's others that are childcare providers because they no longer have childcare that they can drop off their preschool children. And then we've got others that have elderly parents that need time. And so whatever the situation is, what we've tried to do is if it does not impact our ability to deliver on services and timelines that we need to for our customers, we are willing to be as flexible as possible as long as we have communicated to us Um, Something as simple as if I need to be a teacher during the hours of noon to four, you block it on your calendar so that we don't have somebody trying to reach you and you aren't responding, et cetera. So you just block it on your calendar as time that you're you've got a meeting and we don't even care, you know, what it's labeled just so long as we understand, okay, um, life takes priorities in different directions right now. And so we're. We're trying to be as flexible as we can on those other demands that everybody is facing. Same with distractions. We've um, we've had to be flexible, and normally we we love to have meetings where we can be seeing each other. And you know, no one's concerned now when I show up in pajamas for a European meeting that started at. Uh, 
4 a.m. my time. And so it's just, it's the way life is. Mm-hmm. Are you encouraging people to use video the mostly now also um, with your remote teams? Yes, absolutely. And and quite frankly, that's being selfish because I am from that boomer generation of face-to-face contact is extremely important to me. And it just helps me see how messages are being received when I can read at least facial language. And it's also one that I, I think that I certainly I am more attentive when somebody is sitting there looking at me because I, I am guilty at multitasking <laughs> um, to a fault. And so it's, it's a way to make sure that I'm engaged and focused on the topic at hand. Mm-hmm. Good. And what about what about the technology with this, uh, Sandy? I mean, you're a digital company, so uh, so I'm going to assume um, that you know most of your employers are quite digital s- savvy. But you know, there are different ways of communication. Um, you know, the Generation Jet Z use, using emojis and and um, different communication styles. How are you dealing with the technology and the communication between the generations? Yeah, well, and I'm there with you because uh, I know as a fellow boomer, you're using emojis. I'm also using emojis. <laughs> <laughs> but here's here's what I've noticed, and this is this is just my own observation. I don't have any scientific articles or facts about this. But Gen Z and millennials for our employees are more comfortable with text messaging and Skype messaging. I get a lot of uh, messaging coming through in those two forms. And they have much greater talents with enhancement apps to create great photo art. I mean, I wish I knew how to put bunny ears and whiskers on myself, but I don't. And it's, uh, or turning them into what they're going to look like 20 years from now. You know, I want to go the other way and look 20 years younger. But all those things, and, and yet Gen Xers are great at utilizing memes and GIFs. And uh, I, I'm very basic. Give me, give me my emoji. I use the smiley face. I use the clapping hands. I <laughs> and uh, the unicorn and the giraffe with the heart in his eyes. You know, those are my standards, and you know it because I communicate with you and you see it. So anyway, I think those are. Uh, yeah. But it, it is an interesting observation. And and with this communication, I mean, it's kind of also we're kind of doing this. Um, for mental health, okay? And, and, and it's an important question to lockdown. And it's a question that goes across all these generations. Um, h- how are you dealing with that across the generations? Pretty much the same or you're finding, I mean, we all know Generation Z needs a lot of, Z needs a lot of feedback. Um, how are you as a CEO helping your employees with their mel- me- mental health across this? Yeah, we did a survey last week of our own employees and just to see how things were going, their biggest opportunity and their biggest challenge from working from home. And the second biggest challenge was loneliness. Mm-hmm. And that hit home for us because, and, and I'm not taking this to, to this degree, but you, you have to know that in 2003 with the SARS outbreak, suicides spiked uh, tremendously. And right now the suicide crisis hotlines are overwhelmed. And so just crisis in general, that loneliness can lead to a lot of um, morale issues. And so we've tried to implement just some fun group activities. Uh, one of our clients actually does a Friday 
virtual happy hour. We we haven't done that one yet, but we did do a we did a bring your own lunch session, and they were all hosted by millennial employees. Um, in most cases, they weren't managers. And they had icebreakers where they were sharing, asking everyone to share just such cool things. And these were cross-departmental. Um, I listened to, I was participating in three of the five, but things like, what is the worst thing you ever did as a kid and got away with it? Or uh, <laughs> what childish things that you do as an adult now? And just things like that. And it really became fun. So just... We're just trying to connect more and cross department seems to be more relaxing because it's not when, when you've got the team you deal with all the time, you um, it, it tends to always get back to work and you know them. But when you're when you're pushed to be a little bit outside of your box and get to know people from other departments, we've, we've received some really high remarks for those sessions. So we're going to do more of those. No, that that sounds like a really good idea, and that's interesting because I've read those statistics too. And um, it is scary because you're thinking about you know some people have families and some people are living alone, and if you're living alone, you're quite isolated during these times. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, we're going to take another short break, Sandy, and when we come back, I I want to talk a little bit about how you're you're dealing with your partners and your customers right now, okay? And also take a look at that from the generational side because. Um, you know, there are, you have customers across all generations and you have employees of, across all the generations and, we're de- you know, you deal with them on a normal basis, but now how are you dealing with them in the crisis? And for our listeners, we are talking today to Sandy Lohr, and she's the CEO of Magicraft, an L.A.-based company that operates worldwide, providing marketing platforms that enable companies to successfully sell and manage search, display, and social campaigns for their advertisers. Sandy has extensive business experience in several industries and leads the talented team at Matchcraft, who was recognized as Microsoft's Digital Advertising Partner of the Year for three consecutive years in a row. Now, if you'd like to reach Sandy, you can reach Sandy on LinkedIn under Sandy Lore. That's L-O-H-R. And if you want to learn more about Matchcraft, please go to www.matchcraft.com. And then Matchcraft is also on Facebook and on LinkedIn and on Twitter under Matchcraft. And if you have questions, you can contact me at Kimberly Lewis at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. This broadcast is also brought to you by the Cinda Academy. Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. Cinda holds digital marketing conferences in Europe. And the Cinda Academy is available 24 hours a day under Cinda.academy on Instagram and on Facebook and under www.cinda.org under Cinda Academy. On the Academy, you can hear webinars, podcasts, blogs, and virtual training. And with that, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Join Patricia Raskin, the host of Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, Monday, 11 Pacific. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call to Positive Living, Mondays at 11 Pacific Time, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. 
Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Do you understand the technology in and around your business? If you're like most people, probably not. Telcom Talk with Pat Pittman will help you understand the terms, regulation, and language of the telecom industry, from 5G to spoofing, and what all those taxes and fees really mean. We cover it all on Telcom Talk. We'll even bring up some of the legal issues that have become front and center due to the current COVID-19. Listen every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The Leadership Leap with Leanne Pico showcases leadership coaches, authors, and experts, as well as experienced leaders from around the world so that you can learn how to become the kind of leader you most want to be. We also talk about how organizations can get better at elevating women and preparing them for leadership positions that go all the way up. The Leadership Leap is broadcast live every Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Take the leap into leadership with Leanne Pico. You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America's business channel. And I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. And today we're speaking with Sandy Lord. She's the CEO of Matchcraft. And Matchcraft is an L.A.-based company that operates worldwide, providing marketing platforms that enable companies to successfully sell and manage search, display, and social campaigns for their advertisers. And we're talking to Sandy today about generational management and also generational management with a focus on what's going on today in this crisis. And Sandy, before we took um, before we took our last break, uh, we were just kind of talking about the mental health of everybody. But your company, you know, we were talking about your employees and what you're doing. But your company doesn't only, you know, you have your employees, but you deal with with partners who are dealing with local businesses. So, um, how? Do you manage that in generational management? I mean, you have a you know a a, a twenty two year old talking to a seventy four year old business owner, and, and now or a partner that's older, and especially now in this remote environment, how's that working? Yeah, so <clears throat> we have had to have uh, many discussions with our clients on how to make that work better and what we can do to support it. And normally for Matchcraft, because we're dealing with these resellers who have these teams going out, our material is more about, okay, here's this new feature, here's this product, et cetera. What we had to do immediately is to help them with what that conversation needs to look like and what the messaging is. And so we tried to do that um, immediately within the first week, we put out a document that was geared for that salesperson's conversation with a merchant about managing campaigns in a crisis. Should they, for instance, put their campaign on hold? Should they reduce it? Should they pause it? 
What's the impact in terms of Facebook, Google, Bing, Instagram? How do they respond to those? So all of those things had to be put into place. And so we had to put materials out right away to help with that. There was also this new set of rules. So because of the tendency, unfortunately, for fraud and scams to pop up with people preying on opportunities and harming consumers with, oh, price gouging. And I mean, think about how much toilet paper went up um, (laughs) because of the run on of toilet paper. I mean, it's crazy. But anyway, there were a lot of fraudulent things happening. So all of a sudden, any ad copy that talked about last chance or limited quantity, all of a sudden, all those ads were flagged and not allowed to run. So it's called a disapproval. So we had to sit there and help. So just being able to help with all the triage that was happening. And same with, I mean, we had legitimate advertisers, statewide health organizations trying to run things like, here's the symptoms of corona uh, coronavirus and here's what you do if you have any of these symptoms and here's how to separate cold flu from coronavirus and, and just common sense things but there was a lot of misinformation and because Facebook has been slammed so much with fake news and all of those things in the past they immediately put into a flag anybody claiming that they had information about coronavirus those ads were also disallowed so just I, I'm, I'm ranting but it's, <laughs> it requires a lot of extra work and a lot of hand holding at a time when you can't be there face to face with the merchant and so our job became triage with what does a sales rep need to say to that business in order for their campaigns to run and then how does the messaging change there's the obvious things with by vertical so a restaurant is now either closed and we want to keep everybody healthy or we're open for takeout and delivery and here's what we're doing to make sure that it's safe and here's our change in menu that it's simplified and it's lower price points and all of those things um, had to happen overnight Mm-hmm. And so um, just trying to help with our clients and then just the pure fact that some of our clients just needed help from a technology standpoint. How do I have a meeting with all these remote employees in different time zones and blah, blah, blah. And so we just shared personal technology experiences and, and how we deal with that. So anyway, that's those are just some ideas on how we were able to help. Yeah. And yeah, and so you're dealing with resellers who are dealing with local businesses. And when when you think about the when you think you know, to go back to the generations, um, you know, you may have a local business that is owned by somebody from the silent generation who may not be so tech savvy, okay? Then you might have a local business, um, you know, most local business statistically are run by baby boomers or silent generation right now, anyways, okay? Um so how are you helping your resellers help the local businesses, especially those ones in the generations that might not be as technical savvy, move and, and support their businesses during this time? Yeah, most of them, uh, you're right. I mean, most local businesses were not set up for e-commerce. And so how, how we had to help was to put out marketing materials that were vertical specific. So for instance, a car dealer, how to have the conversation with that merchant, regardless of their age, 
but understanding enough about their business to know that it was still possible to go on their website, do a search for a car, call somebody, have it delivered to your driveway with somebody in a mask and gloves, have all the finance taken care of over the phone, the pre-qualification, that they could still sell a car. And if they, if you, what we found is uh, with the, with the, especially a owner that's the silent gen, they usually had somebody in their IT department to be able to help them. And so we would try and get the business owner to have somebody else from their business that they trusted on the phone with them. And so just, just, Using those as examples helped the sales teams. And then just thinking through the questions. Okay, if if the business is truly shut down, what is the messaging that they want to get out there during that time? Is it a feel-good message as a placeholder under a much smaller reduced budget? And business owners um, responded to that differently. I, I will tell you that the millennial and even... Um, Gen X, the business owners there were much more likely to stay open and be able to come up with creative ways to have their services, if they were considered essential, either have their services delivered, have their services um, be picked up, and be able to continue in some realm, certainly reduced, but still be able to do that. And the older generations, that was harder to do. And um, so there's just a difference, too, in how the business itself looked at their ability to deal with this. And so helping them understand, here's some things we're seeing in other markets. Here's some things that are happening so that um, you know, who would think that you could still buy a car when you can't leave your home? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, there's have been some really creative things coming out, especially coming out of, you know, the, the millennial and um Gen Z on local businesses. Um, and Sandy, with, with all this experience here, okay, I'd like to, uh, you know, I'd like to come back. What do you think, what do you think is going to look like after this? Okay, so, so two questions, okay. First question I have for you is all your experience with your partners, with your customers, with your own team, if you had three tips that you had to give to other CEOs on how to manage these generations now in the crisis virtually, what would those those be? Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you how we looked at it, how I looked at it, and. First and foremost, your talent, your people have to come first. You have to communicate that over and over, louder and louder, and and you have to be authentic, and you have to listen and be available to all your employees. It doesn't matter what generation, what position, just knowing and being sincere about your caring about them. I don't start a meeting without a report that includes being so thankful that as of this recording, we haven't had a single confirmed case, meaning um, across the globe with any of our employees. And so we've, we've had employees with family, including my own, that have contracted it. But we've 
we haven't had any employees and we haven't had anyone with family members that were severe enough to have gone to the hospital. And so it's uh, that leading with that and knowing that our team, our people, our talent is our number one concern. And then I, I would say transparency that if you don't have the answers, just admit it. Questions are coming from all different ends. There's so much out there. This thing is so wicked and fluid that, man, you got to just throw your ego out the door and don't pretend and, and stumble through something. Just say you don't know and, and just stay humble with that. I mean, who does know? I certainly don't. And I read about this um, all over the place. And I don't know how long it's going to last, what the outcome is, what the impact to our business is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then I think the, the third thing that I would say is um, we are in crisis management and this is the time for your wartime CEO. This is when you're, you have to have action because your ability um, to be a perfectionist analysis paralysis those are liabilities this is no time to sit there and try and bring in all your best thinking uh, those those become distractions and you this is a time when you have to make decisions you have to make them day, day by day hour by hour and be um, and and you you have to lead with clarity direction focus this is war and it's no time to be your peacetime CEO or a blend. This is wartime CEO. You make decisions with the information available to you at the time and you make the best decision you can. Sometimes it's a gut call, but you go with it and you have to act because mm-hmm. if not, you are doing truly the ripple effect not only your employees, but your clients and their local businesses, it's, um, it, it's crippling. And so you need to make decisions quickly. So those would be the three. Just mm-hmm. people come first, be transparent, and we're in wartime CEO um, yeah, I, I, I think those are great tips to, to, to end the show with, Sandy. Um, and thank you so much for sharing them. Your insights are always wonderful. And um, for our listeners also, Sandy has done a webinar on this subject also that is on the Cinda Academy. So if you'd like to take a look at the webinar, please, you can go through the webinar with Sandy also. And um, we've been talking to Sandy Lohr. For our listeners, Sandy Lohr is the CEO of Matchcraft, an L.A.-based company that operates worldwide, providing marketing platforms that enable companies to successfully sell and manage search, display, and social campaigns to their advertisers. Sandy has extensive business experience in several industries and leads the talented team at Matchcraft, which was recognized as Microsoft's growth technology partner of the year. And also, you were recognized by Builder, the local Locology Excellent Awards, the U.S. Digital Marketing Association, with another award. Right, Sandy? I, that's a new one? Yes. Um, well, congratulations on that, too. And for our listeners, if you'd like to reach out to Sandy, you can reach out to Sandy on LinkedIn under Sandy Lore. Or on, if you want to learn more about Matchcraft, please go to www.matchcraft.com. And Matchcraft is also on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. 
And if you'd like to contact me with questions and comments, please send me a mail at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. And Sandy, once again, thank you so much for being with us today and taking this time. Thank you very much and wishing everyone to be able to stay safe and healthy. Yeah. And for all our listeners, yes, please stay safe and healthy. And this broadcast is also brought to you by the Cinda Academy. Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. Cinda holds digital conferences in Europe. And the Cinda Academy is available 24 hours a day under Cinda Academy on Instagram or under www.cinda.org. And under the Cinda Academy on cinda.org, you can hear podcasts, you can have webinars, you can have virtual training, and you can read some fantastic blogs. So please go to www.cinda.org. The show is also brought to you by Global Business Therapy, and Global Business Therapy provides leadership training with a focus on digital transitions and digital agencies, and the Women's Leadership Academy 2020, which specializes in diversity and C-level development for women. And for our listeners, please remember to tune in to us each Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. And if you happen to miss a show, then you can catch all our episodes on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. And with that, please stay safe and tune in to us again next week. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.